The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. You're welcome back to The Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock this evening. So there's quite a few kind of political stories floating around, and, and we decided to uh, combine them all and set something of a task for our political correspondent Sean Defoe. We had the constituency redraws announced last week. We had over the weekend the latest opinion polls out. We also have uh, Eamon Ryan uh, in the Sunday Business Post today. Uh, um, pleading with the Taoiseach not to hold an election in uh, autumn of next year. Hold on, hold fast until March 2025. And, of course, we have the upcoming budget. And if the government is going to collapse over any piece of legislation, it is going to be the finance bill. Rare and all as that happens to be. So, we asked Sean to imagine that did happen. Sean, you've got... All of these things, uh, as I say, out in the ether, uh, particularly the opinion poll, and you've been crunching the numbers there and comparing them to the constituency redraw to let people know what it would be like were the government to collapse. Yeah, well, total utter chaos for me, first of all, with what would be happening if the government collapsed <laughs> tomorrow. Um, but yeah, we you have to put it in place because this is how all the TDs are now thinking after the constituency redraw. They're saying, right, you know, okay, I don't need to canvas that particular housing estate anymore because that's gone, don't need to worry about it. And they're thinking, how do I hang on? How do I increase my vote? All these different sort of things. So the opinion poll over the weekend, in case people didn't see it, had uh, Sinn Féin down slightly at 33%, still the largest party. So not, not far off where they've been for the last three years, really. Fine Gael up slightly on 21%, Fianna Fáil the same at 18, Social Democrats at 6, Labour at 3, Solidarity People for Profit at 3, Into at 2, Green Party at 2, which is a, a big one, down from 5% and then Independence at 10. And the first thing I thought of when I saw this was the line the government has always said throughout the last while when we've been talking about polls is, oh yeah, Sinn Féin are riding high, but if you add up the government parties, we're not that far off being re-elected. Yes. That goes at the window if the Green Party collapses because they just simply do not have the numbers between Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil. You'd be at 39%. So they're just about, above 40% with the Green Party factored in. And if their vote does entirely collapse, there are some marginal seats where you could see, you, you could have talked yourself into the Green Party hanging on. I'm thinking of Joe O'Brien in the new Scaries constituency that's now a three-seater in or not Scaries constituency, he's from Scaries, but the Fingal West constituency, he'd probably be gone if their vote is down at that end. You look at Marco Cossig in Waterford, Brian Lennon in Limerick, Stephen Matthews in Wicklow, uh, all gone, Nasa Horrigan in Dublin Central, if those were, were the numbers. So I set through, and the, the Irish Independent had a certain set of figures. They had, I think, 67 for uh, Sinn Féin. This was an Ireland Thinks analysis. They had uh, around 40, I think it was, for Fine Gael and 35 for Fianna Fáil. So I just went through constituency by constituency, mm. And put it in, and sort of taking into account the poll numbers, but also how everything went in 2020. And where I landed was Sinn Féin with 63 seats, Fianna Fáil with 42 seats, Fine Gael with 36, the Greens with three, Labour with four, Sock Dems with six, Ain Two with one, 16 independents, and three for solidarity, people before profit. Uh, and I suppose I have Fianna Fáil slightly higher than where the Indo had them. That's probably the di- biggest difference. I basically swapped the Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil. That might be me being a bit more negative on Fine Gael after being 12 years in power. Yeah. And, you know, in areas like Donegal, for example, Donegal's a five-seater. I think Sinn Féin will win three of those. That leaves Fine Gael, Fianna Fáil and the independent Thomas Pringle fighting uh, for two seats. And that could go either way. I could well see Fianna Fáil losing a seat, but historically they've been stronger. Joe McHugh of Fine Gael is retiring. And I think if you were to pick one of those two to to lose out, it would probably be a new incumbent Fine Gael coming in, or maybe Thomas Pringle. So there's areas like that where we just don't know yet because we don't know all the candidates. But they highlighted quite a few constituencies that are going to be real battle. Okay, so um, in terms of the, the the raw numbers, what what 
is the new majority? What's the magic number? 87. So 87 is the number you need to hit. And you predict that the incumbents were an election to be called now, taking into account these opinion polls, how people voted at the last election and these constituency changes that the current government would be at 81. Mm -hmm. 81. So they'd be a good bit off. They could get there if you added in the Social Democrats. That would be a bare majority. I don't see why the Social Democrats would do that. And talking to them, I don't think they would. You don't get there with adding Labour in. Now, you could see a situation where maybe could you rope in Labour and have four or five seats and then have a minority government with arrangements with independents. We've seen Fine Gael do that through the last few governments with the likes of Noel Grealish and Cahill Berry who might be in trouble himself now that he's lost Port Arlington from his constituency and others, Michael Lowry uh, to make up the numbers but it would be very shaky. And okay. what all the numbers point to really is if you want a stable government the only one that works really is Sinn Féin Fianna Fáil. We know that Sinn Féin Fine Gael wouldn't happen. They're too different. Leo Varadkar has said he would leave the party if they even considered doing that. So the number would be 100 to 105. I have 105. Somewhere in that region votes between Sinn Féin and Fianna Fáil and that would be a government. So a very, very comfortable uh, government margin. Mm-hmm. 87 the magic number and you have them 100 plus up to at least 105 possibly for a Fianna Fáil-Sinn Féin coalition. So if we go through... Uh, some of the likely battlegrounds on the way to that number. Where are they likely to be and who might be the the high-profile scalps? Yeah, when we talk about scalps, Dunbay South, I think, is the one that strikes out to me because I think one of Jim O'Callaghan, Ivana Batchik and Eamon Ryan is going to lose their seat. Uh, you would have to say, given the way the constituency is, it's a four-seater, Sinn Féin will keep a seat, Fine Gael will regain one. They got 28% in the last general election. They got a similar amount in the by-election. There's a Fine Gael seat there. The, the by-election was a bit of an aberration with, with Ivana Bacic getting in. Then you look at Fianna Fáil and everyone kind of leads on the fact that, yeah, OK, Jim O'Callaghan will keep his seat. He didn't do fantastically in the last election. He took the last seat. He then oversaw as director of elections the worst election result in Fianna Fáil history there during the by-election. They got 4.6%. Mm. And Fianna Fáil getting 4.6%. It's unheard of. And then you have Eamon Ryan and uh, you have Ivana Batchik. So obviously... The green vote is always intensely personal. It collapsing to 2% in this poll, you can't really say is reflective of Eamon Ryan because he has a personal vote. So it could be Batchik that, that loses out there. She hasn't ever won a dull election outside of that one by-election result. But that will be a big scalp no matter what happens. One of those three will lose their seats, two party leaders, and then a prospective party leader in Fianna Fáil's Jim O'Callaghan. So where else? Where else would people be looking at? I think what to look at is also if we go to the other Dublin Bay North, you've got a situation where there will be two uh, Fine Gael seats there. Denise Mitchell got the highest vote in the country and would have comfortably brought in a running mate and then mm. that leaves uh, Fine Gael will, will get one if, if Richard Bruton runs again. He'll, he'll be fairly comfortable. And then two into three doesn't go between Sean Hawley of Fianna Fáil, Keno Callaghan of the Social Democrats and Aon Reardon of Labour. O'Callaghan actually benefits a lot by the boundary changes here um, with Bal Griffin coming in. He used to be a local councillor for the area. So probably one between Sean Hawley and Aon O'Reardon. And then one constituency I find fascinating is Cork Southwest. It, it's unchanged in this particular boundary review. It's a three-seater. The three sitting TDs, Holly Kearns, Social Democrats leader, Christopher O'Sullivan of Fianna Fáil and Michael Collins, the independent. But really it's two-seater because Michael Collins is going to be re-elected. He would come to be top the poll the last time around. Big support in Bantry and across the constituency. So that means you have the leader of the Social Democrats, Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael and Sinn Féin fighting for two seats. Sinn Féin did really well here in the last election and mm-hmm. just about missed out but their candidate left the party over claims he wasn't being supported and is now an independent. You have got Fine Gael who are going to be chomping at the bit in sort of prime Michael Collins, the other Michael Collins country uh, to get back with Tim Lombard leading the charge and then Fianna Fáil which has traditionally already had a seat there and Holly Kearns who on, the, on paper you would say yeah the Social Democrats will lose out but she's built herself a massive national profile obviously in the last two years. So mm. some party 
party or some personality is definitely going to lose out. What are the constituencies? I mean, they're the constituencies we all will be looking at. Um, you know, hungry for blood. We mm. like the idea of kind of uh, of high profile scalps. What will be the constituencies that the government might look at? You know, so, they'll say we've got 81, Sean is predicting. We only need to get to... What did we say? 87? Yeah. We only need six more seats. There are six floating around there somewhere. If things go well on the day, where might they be? They'll be looking at the expanded five-seat constituencies, the ones that were four and now there is an extra seat in play that will either save somebody or could mean a second seat for somebody. So you're looking at Dublin West. Does that save Roger Gorman from losing his seat with the likely second Sinn Féin? Dublin Midwest, where everyone said it was impossible for Sinn Féin to get two at the last election. They did so with 43% of the vote. Would they look at a third there now? You've got no Fianna Fáil seat there at the moment for example, could they take out someone like Gino Kenny and put in a Fianna Fáil or uh, Annie Higgins from Fine Gael, keep her seat. Kildare North as well, where the Sinn Féin vote was good, but not fantastic. Not enough to say we'll definitely get a second seat. Fianna Fáil will be targeting that because they lost Frank O'Rourke in the last election and they think there was some, mm. some trickery and, and buggery in that where there was an online campaign uh, alleging all sorts of things about him during the campaign. Limerick City as well, it, there's a fight on to take out Brian Ledden, if you like. It wouldn't necessarily help the government overall, but he's the most vulnerable there. Could it go to Fianna Fáil? There's an independent called Frankie Daly there who's running for the rural independence who could be quite strong. Same with Longford West Meath, an extra seat there. Meath East is particularly interesting because there's one of the three bigs. You've got a Sinn Féin, a Fine Gael and a Fianna Fáil. Uh, the fourth seat you would have said would have been Regina Doherty's but she's moved to Fingal. She's gone. She's gone. Uh, I'd say she might regret that decision a small bit now. So who gets there? And Sligo Leitrim then, I think the last of the really fascinating ones because Frankie Fianna Fianna Gael uh, lost his hometown of Boyle out of the constituency. Uh, Mark McSharry is now an independent, no longer running with Fianna Fáil and you've got the potential for maybe a second Sinn Féin uh, seat there if they can bump up the number. So what happens somewhere like that, even though it's only one or two seats, could really have a big impact on the arithmetic. Well, listen, there may be a long way to go yet, but if there isn't, if the government collapses tomorrow, our oracle predicts <laughs> Sinn Féin and Fianna Fáil in government, a 105-seat uh, uh, government majority. Sean, thank you very much for talking us through all Thanks. of that. Uh, Sean Defoe, our own political correspondent. We'll get the news headlines. Here's Bernie. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.